Hello and welcome back to I Almost Said Legacy of a Rape Culture. That was my other podcast. You can go check it out. I don't record up. Um, I don't record new episodes, but there are some fantastic episodes on there. Let's try this again. Welcome to We're All Messy. And if that wasn't the greatest example, then I don't know what is. So I am having a very human week, and I will talk more about it, but first, let's get in the right mindset for receiving what is going to be received, and just, yeah. So I want you to put your shoulders up. And down. Up and back and down. We have a lot of tension up in there. I want you to imagine all the negativity around you. Because let's be honest, there's a lot of it. And when you take the breath in, I want you to bring it into your... I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hit you. I want you to bring it into your chest. Let your light clean it. And then take the biggest breath out and let the positivity surround you. We're going to do that two times. We're going to do that three times. Why stop at two? Okay, breathe in through your nose. Breathe out. If you notice, I did not do it fast my time. Let's do that again. Breathe in through your nose. Breathe out. Beautiful. One more time. Breathe in. Breathe out. Wonderful. So like I was saying, I am having a very human week. It is only Tuesday. Totally forgot that I was going to upload this podcast. And fun fact, I will be uploading this right after I record it. I recorded another episode and I was just crying through the whole thing and which is totally fine and I would have posted it but a lot of like the (laughs) was in it and that's not a cute look uh and I don't think I adjusted and processed what I was talking about before I talked about it so it was very raw which was beautiful and I wanted to finish it Uh, but I didn't want to go back to it. So we're just going to start over. And it's a little hard because I have chronic pain. I have a condition called endometriosis and it causes not fun pain. Yesterday, I was in a lot of pain. Today, I'm in more pain. And... I've realized that 
it is really hard to be in the moment to I got distracted by that car um it's just really hard to be like mindful and all this stuff when you have physical pain but I think it's also important to acknowledge it it's important to acknowledge that the journey that is mindfulness healing all this stuff it is not linear and i know i am not the first person nor am i the last person to say that but it's true uh so i want to be as transparent as possible yeah so today is hard uh my uterus was really trying to kill me yesterday and now my back is trying to kill me and i'm wondering if there is like a pocket of a chocolate cyst please do not google that it is disgusting um that might have lodged into my back which has happened before so that might be what the pain is today but that is not what we're talking about today we're not talking about pain we are just talking about i'm having a very human week <laughs> and it is okay to have a very human week but we are talking, why are we yawning? It is 12 Anyways. So, not this weekend, but the weekend before, I went on a little cheeky getaway uh, up in Canada. I live in Minnesota, so it was like an eight hour drive. It was beautiful. Uh, not necessarily like, like the scenery, yeah, it was great. But I just meant the experience was beautiful. I was able to go to this place called uh, Moongate Guest House. It is ran by uh, an indigenous couple. Um, and I don't know, I, I have nothing bad to say about this experience. They do not have microwaves, they do not have TVs, they do not have Wi-Fi. The only noise that you really hear is i could close the door or the window but i'm not going to i'm pretty sure you can probably hear the noise that is outside but anyways um so the only noise that you like really heard was the refrigerator and now there's gonna be beeping and i had this house like so 10 people can stay in this house i had it to myself which was glorious in itself and for anyone that was wondering that was my jaw cracking i don't think i have ever been so still and so silent and so okay with it i think no i know why do i keep saying i think I know that in our society, we don't do the best with stillness. I think there was like a study that was done and it was something about, I should find the study. It was like the person can get a little shock on their hand or on their body. I don't know where, or spend like 20 minutes or half an hour alone in a room by themselves. And most of them picked the shock. 
How crazy is that? We would rather physically shock our body than just be in a room with our thoughts. And that that study and that that fact was kind of just like replaying in my head. And so I didn't take any of it for granted. And I really wanted to push myself. And I take these retreats because I don't feel the most comfortable in the situation that I am in to do the hard healing stuff, like the big stuff, where I currently am residing. And I'm pretty sure it's just kind of the reason, like, I think it's how, how I was raised. And our family didn't really talk about stuff like that. And we kind of just shushed it away. And I think that has implanted in me that doing this work, I have to do it on my own, which I do have to do it on my own uh, for to an extent. But I think that's just what has worked for me. And it's really interesting. In future episodes, I want to do something about generational trauma and healing. And I was like, what's better than asking my family? And so I asked my aunts if they'd be and my mom if they'd be willing to do an episode with me. And they said yes. My cousins on the other hand ghosted me. <laughs> they were like, We ain't we ain't messaging this hoe. No, we ain't doing that. Um, but my aunts, uh, they have. And so it'll be interesting to kind of digest and go through that with them. Anyways, off topic. Oh, I did not take my medication today. So this podcast could get to spicy. Um, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, I tend to do the best healing and the best, like all that stuff when I'm alone in the woods by myself. Cause that is completely normal. So I was really like looking forward to just diving in to and I never go in these retreats being like oh trauma a through b or a through c I need to work on I don't I don't go there thinking like oh I should work on this or whatever I meditate I journal whatever comes up I try to work through I try to whatever I do um trauma finding massages because you know like there's trauma stored in your body so I try to physically get it out and usually that brings up things and whatever and then I go from there nothing came up (laughs) I I did a sharing circle with the host um I did like smudging I did an hour and a half meditation in asana i did yoga i did the trauma finding massage thing i did all the things i journaled i read my book i did all these things and none of my traumas came up and 
at first I was like, what the actual F is going on? I came here to work through my traumas and nothing was coming up. The things that were coming up was something that like creative ideas that I've had for years and I've always wanted to do these and that's all that came up was like, how can I do that? How can I, I listened to a podcast on the way up, um, on purpose with Jay Shetty and his guest was Mel Robbins. Mel, I should know her last name. She's fantastic. I absolutely adore her. I think it's Robbins. And she did this analogy where she's like, are you in the stands? Are you on the court? And what is holding you back from being on the court? And that really resonated with me. And this one thing that came to mind that I've literally every project that I've done or wanted to do that plan, whatever, had this thing in it because I've always wanted to do it. And so that's what I thought about all weekend. I thought about what could I do it about, how I can do it, how I could do it that wouldn't feel like work but would be work so that I don't get in this like ADHD paralysis with it and yeah nothing nothing traumatic came up nothing from my past came up um when I was cooking a bunch of blue jays came to the window and I don't think I've ever seen like there's like 12 blue jays I've never seen that many blue jays and blue jays was one of my grandma's favorite birds And I just watched them while I was cooking. And I took stock and I was just like, oh, hey, grandma. No traumatic feelings came up about it. No, what would my grandma be thinking about my life right now? None of that that usually does come up when I think of my grandma it was just kind of like a thanks for visiting and I don't know how to relay the just peace that that feeling was I didn't feel it in the moment But when I reflected on it, I was like, oh my god. That is magical. I didn't have imagery of my dead grandparents or of my pseudo-brother's incident. I don't like calling it an incident. I don't know what to call it. Even saying that right now my brain isn't flooding my mind with those imageries. Wow. Wow. Now, do I have everything figured out? Am I completely healed? Absolutely not. And, and I know that. I know that healing is a constant journey, even if it is just sustaining and not going backwards into the trauma cycle that that I was in for years most of my life 
but it was nice to have a retreat where I wasn't obligated to think about anything. I wasn't obligated to feel anything. I wanted to. I was prepared for all the work that could or needed to be done. But it was nice. It was nice to feel at home in my own body. And I don't think I've been able to say that for any of my life. I don't, and maybe when I was a kid, when the traumas hadn't sept in and altered my life. Now, do I remember my childhood still? Absolutely not. <laughs> like, there are still traumatic bounds and walls and all this stuff that, if I am being honest, I don't, I don't know if I care enough to break them down. I don't think breaking them down is going to bring me any more peace. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they will. But where I'm standing now, the big trauma-filled things that were really weighing me down. They're not weighing me down anymore. Are they still there? Absolutely. But I like to think of it like they were like a hiking backpack with at least 200 pounds. And now they're like a little purse with like three rocks in them. I don't know if I will ever fully get rid of them because they're almost like a comfort if that makes sense. Like, it's it's comforting because it's been with me for so long and I didn't deal with it and I didn't, didn't do this. The, the best example that I can give you, which I believe, if I remember correctly from the last podcast that I tried to record, I absolutely lost it <laughs> because I was able to realize something. So when my little cousin passed away um at the uh, the hands of his own i i had a lot of guilt uh i had a lot of mixed emotions with it because he was my little brother we didn't grow up all the way through our lives but we were close in a very short span of time and I considered him the closest thing I have to a little brother. And losing someone like that is hard. Of course it is. But I was in this almost dilemma that I didn't feel like it was okay to feel the way I was feeling. I didn't feel like I should be grieving as hard as I should because I wasn't his actual sister. 
and I didn't feel like I could talk to anyone about it because I didn't want anyone to validate my worst fear of that my feelings are not valid and that was hard that was that was hard and since his passing I had such a pain in my chest and I know it came from like anxiety from the tension from like just the trauma that I was holding from his passing I wasn't letting myself grieve because I had all these like complex feelings I I was going to message him I was going to take him out for dinner I was going to come out to him I was going to talk to him about mental health like I was going to do all these things and then I got the call and I was too late but here's the thing I had plenty of time that week to message him and I was like I have time I literally thought in my head I have time as we all know too well time isn't our always our friend and I didn't have time and that just sat with me and I didn't know how to get past it but as you can tell I am not breaking down <laughs> and am I over his death absolutely not I don't think I ever will be do I have some peace that even if I would have messaged it might not have changed I was a mental health and suicide advocate for five years I talked on panels I talked to grieving parents I talked to siblings I talked to all these people and I know that even if I would have reached out it might not have changed anything it might have sure but the bigger it might not have and I cannot and I will not let myself dwell on the what if because I was for the longest time and I had the pain pain in my chest since his passing and that is this is this little thing what I'm about to say right now made me absolutely lose my shit on the last take of this I don't have that pain anymore I don't have that tightness anymore and I realized that while I was in Canada and when I was recording this this episode the first time I lost it because part of me was like that was the last thing I had of him physical right the pain started when he left and that pain i need to stop saying pain like that it's blowing out the mic that pain was the only physical reminder of him and yeah that's so hard to let go 
And here's the thing. I did not consciously let it go. I don't think you can consciously let that go. I worked through it. I validated my feelings. Because how I was feeling when he passed was valid. Because they were my feelings. People might think that my feelings were too big, but that they don't get a say in how I feel. Because our brains tell our bodies how to feel, right? Our emotions are so intertwined with our lived experiences, our pasts, our raisings, our all of the above. And they are hotwired in our brain and they react the way they do because of all of that. And no one, absolutely no one, can tell you that they're invalid. That's like telling someone that broke their finger that their broken finger is not valid because them breaking their foot hurt worse. Our pains are different. We cannot compare them, but it still hurts. And I find so much peace with just acknowledging and telling myself and actually believing it that how I was feeling was valid. Now, I also have to say, our feelings are valid and they might be valid only for us. So if you seek out comfort and someone does not validate walk away that is hurting you more than it is helping you sometimes all you need is yourself because that's the only person that you can rely on now should you find people that will be the best support for your healing mental health journey yes but you also have to be that for them we're all humans Sometimes we do not have the space to allow other people's emotions to be validated because we're still working on that for ourselves. Because if Sally Jo never had her feelings validated, she cannot validate her feelings for herself, and you come up to her asking for some validation, her CD-ROM, her autopilot is telling you or telling her no your emotions aren't valid that's not to say that they aren't that's her saying if she was in that situation no one would have validated her feelings so she has to work on that on herself right and that is one of the hardest things even coming to family you might not get that validation even people that are going through the same thing because we're not going through the same thing we might have had this a experience but how we all react to it is completely different i will give you an example me and my cousin we are six months apart something like that i am older 
I will never let him forget this. <laughs> we were at my grandma's house when she passed away. We weren't in the room. We were in her like television room, but it was like a small hallway. I was haunted for so many years by her last breath because it is terrifying i just want you to know if you've ever heard someone's last breath it is terrifying and yeah long time haunted me woke up in dreams to that sound sweating haunted and I reached out to my cousin years later and I was like hey like do you like do you like think about that day ever or like aka has that day traumatized you as much as it's traumatized me (laughs) and he was like no and I was like oh okay (laughs) so like we were in the same same situation literally but how it affects us is not even the same and we can't assume that it will be and that's okay does that mean that i wouldn't be able to talk to my cousin about that absolutely not i mean i might not be able to for other reasons but Our lived experiences has a lot of impact on how we respond to trauma and how it stays with us or if it doesn't, right? And talking about our truths and talking about all that stuff is healing, but we also have to realize that not everyone is capable of being at that door and i can't pull anyone through it right do you do you do you whoever is listening to this do you as much as i want to harass my cousins (laughs) to come on the podcast um sorry i just got a phone call got distracted as much as i want to double text be like hey mother truckers why aren't you messaging me i know that their silence speaks volumes right and just because i am in the journey that i am at and i am where i'm at and i am very vocal about all of this stuff does not mean that they are And that is totally valid. Now, did I think my cousins would be more on board with it than my aunts? 100%. And I I should say cousins lightly. Like, I didn't ask all my cousins. um, Mainly just the ones that I had their numbers to. But, yeah. I also didn't ask Jen. So, um, I know that Jen, Jen Jen, my favorite cousin is listening to this podcast and if she wants to come on and do an episode with me let me know love you uh but yeah like i fully thought that like my cousins would be like you know yeah let's do that 
And then my aunts would be like, well, mm, no, literally all four of my aunts were like, yeah, I'll do whatever, like, I'll do whatever you need. I was like, what? What? And I think maybe the reason why I was so, so... confused and surprised by it is one of the things that I came to the realization on the way back from Canada so after I was done with my retreat was I hold a lot a lot of resentment towards my family and I should say I I held I don't think I hold as much resentment anymore um, but I did, I did, I, I held a lot of resentment mainly towards my aunts, uh, somewhat towards my older cousins because we never talked about anything. If anything was happening in our family, it was hush hush. It was behind closed doors. It was all this stuff. And we just wouldn't openly talk about anything. And that bothers me. It bothers me to my core. And on the way to, or from Canada, I came to the realization that that might be their trauma response. Is it okay? No, not necessarily. But all of this resentment and thinking that, oh, they're the big bad wolves of mental health and healing and trauma and they are further having this narrative that we just like shouldn't talk about it and I was pissed and and then I'm like oh that that might be how they survived oh they did the best that they could while they were in survival mode. Trying to balance life with traumas that they are trying to keep in their closet. And they are just putting one foot in front of the other. They are human. And can I say, can I judge what they were doing what they thought was best with what they had and their lived experiences and traumas and unhealing can I say that that was the best thing no I can't say shit I cannot say anything about it because I did not live their traumas I did not live with their parents I did not live in the time period that they lived. I did not live in the town that they lived in when they lived in it. I did not live with a big family. And with that realization, the resentment kind of fell. And I will be saying that to my aunts, that four years I had resentment towards them and we'll, we will see what their response is <laughs> um but yeah so apparently 
healing didn't happen healing working through did not happen at the retreat but it did on the way there and on the way back which was fascinating because able to work through things while I was in the car listening to podcasts thinking and then I was able to just be one with my body and sit with these waves of thoughts and all these things where my mind was mind was wandering and I just let it wander it was peaceful it was beautiful if you've never taken that trip by yourself I highly highly recommend it it is uncomfortable it is hard especially the first one I did bring tissues bring a journal bring cards bring whatever try to put yourself on away and just be I also recommend doing this with your partner And in in this, and if you're wondering how to do it with a partner, <laughs> I'm a twelve year old boy. Um, I recommend getting going to a place that has multiple rooms, so that you can still have your own space because your your lived traumas are differently. What you have to work on is different, but then you can come back and share those. And have like a sharing circle and be like, these are the realizations I came through. Or this is what I'm having a hard time forgiving or getting over or getting through. I am in the middle of the tunnel and I can see the light and I cannot make myself move. And sometimes just admitting that out loud to someone else brings you one step closer. It's not going to bring you to the light of the tunnel, but it'll bring you one step closer. And having that energy of having someone that you love, being able to share that with you and have that whatever, your connection, your intimacy, oh my god, beautiful. The communication, mm, I love that. And I hope that you can take the time to just go to a place that has no, like it has electricity, don't get me wrong, but no TV no internet no any of those things that just cause noise in your life and just be okay i am done rambling for today thank you for listening next week's episode i don't know i have a plan but obviously i haven't recorded it because since i'm recording this the day of (laughs) i'm a procrastinator at heart and that will never change Okay, arms up, intertwine, stretch. Oh, that hurts so good. Okay, head to the side, loosen your neck. We're going to take three deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. Breath in. Breath in. 
breath out. I hope that you have a beautiful week. I hope that you can find time to just be. I'm working with my kids on stillness, and I know I still have to work on it, so I'm hoping that working with them young will get them to be good at it, <laughs> because I think we lack that in our everyday life, to just be still. Thank you, bird. Come back next week for a new episode. Have a lovely day.